Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And this episode is from Grow Your 1099 with Josh Jones and myself. And we're actually talking with uh, Nick Temple. Nick's the author of the book, Five Checks of Working with a Marketing CTO. Uh, Nick is also a life coach and has spent a large number of his years finding out his true calling, his true passion. He now helps other people do that. So the question becomes, are you ready to find your passion, seek your passion, live your passion, make it happen? And Nick's episode, this conversation is worth listening to from the perspective of figuring that out and seeing whether or not you have what's in it yourself to make it happen. Uh, please, uh, please like the episode. Uh, like it enough, just not only subscribe to the channel, but share it with your friends. And we look forward to uh, seeing you and hearing you at the next episode of Mitchell Levy Presents. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to an episode of Mitchell Levy and Josh Jones presents Grow Your 1099. Josh, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me here, Mitchell. So who's our, who's our guest for today? I'm excited, so, to, excited so, to meet him. I, I, hey, welcome everyone to Nick Temple. So you guys know about this book with Josh and this book for me. This is this is Nick's book. Nick is Nick. Welcome, welcome so much to the show. So appreciate having you here. Thank you. Really excited to be here. So Nick Temple uh, has been. He's currently on the East Coast uh, in Louisville. You could probably say Louisville. How much better? Say Louisville for us, will you, please? Oh, there's about sixteen ways to say it. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Um, there's <laughs> four or five more ways to do it. Beautiful. So. Uh, he's in Louisville. He's uh, also a Silicon Valley guy, and he's one of those special people in the world who lives in multiple verticals, uh, which means he's very good on the technology side. He also has a marketing hat. So he's, he's somebody that an entrepreneur would love working with who's interested in building product because they can talk to Nick in terms of what they want to do and Nick understands the, the the marketing aspect of it and how to drive it but also the behind the scenes cost and technology aspects of not just building the product but how to maintain it and make it work over time and then Nick is also now a life coach and building a practice there and so it's interesting to to see Nick going after uh, after his dreams and helping other people drive their dreams. Nick, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself for the moment? Yeah, I think you summed it up really well. I've spent a lot of time in technology and in Silicon Valley and kind of doing that startup thing that can be 12, 14-hour days. It can be being on all the time. And at some point, I really realized, though, the money is really good and some of what I was doing is really fun. Um, I was burned out. I needed to do something and really fulfill my own dreams, have a little bit more autonomy, 
um, to actually relax just a little bit sometimes so that I wasn't on 24 seven. So I really looked at how could I design my own life and spent uh, about 10 years really focusing on designing a lifestyle that I loved for myself and then started talking to so many other people who were caught up in that rat race and said, hey, this is what I did for, uh, for me. Maybe we can work together and get you on that path as well. And that's been working out really well. And I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on people who have been drained and felt purposeless and now are actually living a life that they feel is good for them. Nice. And, and that's what, when I started thinking about uh, a guest to share with our audience this particular time, and our audience are, are people in the, in the door-to-door selling space who are um, really crafting their own life and making their own destiny. I'm kind of thinking, Nick, that just seems like that thread seems so beautiful in terms of tying together. But, but, from your perspective, Nick, I mean, having been the the burnt out doing too much stuff, regardless of how much money you make, not necessarily always being happy. What is it? What's the importance of being happy today? What's the importance of being happy? Well, the reason I feel that we're here is really to make a difference for ourselves and others, right? To um, have a fulfilling life and help other people have fulfilling lives. And I was actually in gaming for a while and we were programming all of these little things that um, got people addicted to, uh, uh, to computers. How does that help people? How does that feel? It feels good in the moment, but long-term it's just draining. And so it really is a matter of finding the things where you have autonomy, where you really can create the wealth that you want in order to move forward with your own life and do something that isn't absolutely awful, right? Um, A lot of times what we wanna do is spend some hours a day making well so we can do this other thing over here. Or some people fall into something that they absolutely love doing and and that just becomes their whole life. But for many of us, it's a matter of we go to work to make money and then we use that money to do other things that we love to do. So however that falls out for you, that's fine and it's something that you should be aware of because being miserable eight to 12 hours a day sucks, you know? Josh, sounds familiar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had a, I've had a couple of days like that where it's just like, why the heck am I doing this? Um, but it, it hasn't been that way in the past year. Um, yeah, and that's, that's going to happen occasionally. And especially when you, when you're just yeah. starting something new. But once you get into it and you get good at it and you find the other things that support you, as we were talking a little bit earlier, what do you do to refuel, right? That is incredibly important. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, um, I, I had the thought from something that you were saying. It's um, this idea of you, you took, I mean, you took a 10 years to design your life. Is that what you were saying? I really did. I really did. Wow. So you took yeah. a decade to say deliberately, this is how I want my life to be. This is what I want my, my days in and out to, to look like. And then you let yourself shape your life rather than your life shaping you. Absolutely. Which, really was a process during that 10 years. And also part of that was documenting what I did in order so that I could share it with others. 
Okay. Could you, could you expound on that a little bit more? Cause I want to, I want to hear about that. I want to hear about that decade and yeah. I want to hear what our reps at, at our company right now and, and any door to door reps can do to copy that. Cause that's, that's one of the things that we're super centered around in our company mm -hmm. is helping people enable and enhance their passions in their life. Absolutely. And so the first thing that I did is I started becoming aware, right? I started journaling. I started looking at, what was working for me day to day and what wasn't. Um, I started talking to other people, um, actually went through some counseling, looked at things that were working for me, things that weren't. What did I need to deal with in myself to change my own mindset around what I was doing? And what did I actually need to physically change? Then I went out and started finding tools in order to do that. I have an incredibly strong morning routine. So, um, so that's, that's my day-to-day -day refuel, right? When I get up, I journal, I do some movement, I do some exercise, I listen to some music. I actually have something called a vision video that I created that actually has my goals in it. And I listen to that and I get pumped up. And so, I, and so learning how to do that morning routine wasn't something I woke up 10 years ago and said, hey, I need a morning routine, I need to get pumped up. It was finding the things that work for me and that's what I encourage you to do is to experiment with all the different things that you're doing and look at what other people are doing and see what feels, feels right. At one point I was with a, a group and they had something um, that, that was a morning routine that worked kind of for me, but not exactly. And mm -hmm. so I went and I modified that and I did my own thing. And so it really is a process of thinking about, of looking at where you are, looking at where you want to go. And then what do you need to do to change that gap? And then for myself, I realized that I was really good at this. I'm really good at working with people on this. And so I started documenting what I was doing and getting those tools ready so that I could actually teach those. Um, and in the time I ended up divorced, I went halfway across, I went all the way across the country from Louisville to uh, Silicon Valley. I um, changed pretty much every aspect of my life. I got rid of my car and I started walking and that was, that really helped with my health as well as my, um, uh, a lot of different, a lot of different places. You can do that in Silicon Valley. You can do that in San Francisco. You can't necessarily do that in other parts of the world, but it was really a lifestyle choice that I made that I was going to say, okay, let me try this for a while. And honestly, now I'm in a different space. Um, I met, I re-met somebody who I knew in college and we've started hanging out and I went from being pretty much a single life and now I'm rebuilding my life again. So it's a process and it's a change, but the key is, and what I love about what you guys are doing is the autonomy is being able to kind of um, set your own hours and not have other people tell you exactly what you need to do. And also your mindset, you get to choose how you feel about a day. You get to, choose how you get to go up and interact with people, right? It's not a matter of going into an office saying these are the people I have to be with. You really get to choose some of that. And yeah, um, my, I haven't done the door-to-door -door stuff. I have done a lot of dating and it really feels like it's kind of similar because you're going up to somebody, you don't know if you're going to get rejected or if you're going to um, hit it off or whatever. And it takes a lot of stamina. And that's why it's so critical to build out your um, your, your recharge, your refueling, the things that you do. I do something every day, once a week, um, a weekend a month, and a week a year that really drives me.
and really kind of refills that for me. And I encourage other people to kind of figure out what that big thing is for them as well. The re refueling. So what are, what are, um, I guess, put yourself in the shoes of a, of a door to door salesperson. Mm -hmm. What, what, what would you say that they should do to refuel after, after a long day of knocking doors? So personally, I love taking hot tub baths. Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> into that, really thinking through things. Yeah, wash off today's grind, let it go so that you can have the next day be really awesome, right? Um, I, I've got this quote on the refrigerator that is, be done with the day. You've, you, you've done well in some areas, you've made some mistakes, um, learn from those, let it go as soon as possible and move on to the next one, right? Because each day is gonna be different. Um, some days are gonna be amazing and some days are gonna really suck. And that's true for everybody. And it's true, especially for people who are working with other people um, in unknown space, right? If you, each, each day is a new adventure, right? I also would say cultivate curiosity. Um, if you go into stuff really thinking, hey, what's, what's going on here? How can I learn about this? Um, and noticing the things around you, then things become really juicy and really exciting, where if you've got this, again, it's all about mindset, right? It's, um, you can do the exact same things, but you can look at it different ways. And if you look at it in one way, it can be really draining. If you look at it from a, a curious, excited way, then even some of the bad stuff, huh, I wonder what's going on with them, you know? Hmm. Yeah. It lessens, lessens the pain. The curiosity lessens the pain of <laughs> rejection. It does. It does because you can't take that stuff personally, right? You have to realize that whatever's going on is going on with them and not with you. Mm -hmm. Nick, Nick I'm, oh, oh uh, I, I was going to take it, Josh, let me take it in a different direction and then you could immediately take it back because I, there's, as I'm listening to you talk, Nick, and, and I, and I kind of, I'll, I'll even start by putting myself out there vulnerably. I, my, my first job when I left B-School, I, I had this horrible boss that just was hedonistic, misogynistic, and, and he taught me a way in which to present an act, which I hated, and I only stayed with him for a year, but he stayed with me for 13. Right. Right? And, I, and, wow. and, and everything I did after that was just sort of living. Actually, I actually had to leave corporate entirely before I can kind of flush out the remnants of that teaching. And so I'm listening to you and, and I'm trying to put myself in the perspective of somebody who's doing door to door, working for elite energy or doing something else along those lines and hasn't had the pleasure or we'll say misfortune of being brought into an old school industrial age society company and living by somebody else's rules would suck. Right. right? And, and, and so sometimes I just wanted that person to see that, that, that Nick, this took you 10 years right. because you were brought up in your life to, to think a certain way and you had to teach yourself how to think a different way. Just mm -hmm. as an aside, when people are first starting to work with Josh, he's already starting on this other side. Right, exactly. So you don't have all of that work to unlearn, right? You can, and it's really hard to see it if you haven't been there. So I would suggest maybe even thinking about being grateful for the fact that 
you've got this, um, and, and again, it's really hard to see if you haven't been there, right? So, um, yeah, I hear you. It, 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 basically, if you wake up in the morning, you go, all right, what am I going to do today? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's really in your, in your world to be able to do that. It's like, that's a really, you just have to appreciate how cool that is. That is, yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then what Josh will recommend, Nick, yeah. is you got to have a routine, right? Yeah. So something you talked about. You also have to continually self-educate, continually grow. Because nobody's going to teach you the stuff you need to know. Even if you work for all the large companies doing different things, you've got to figure out the routine and the areas in which you're going to grow and learn and do new things. And, and it, maybe this is for some of the people online, it's just a reinforcement that, hey, this is a good choice. This is a good place to go. Yeah. Qu question that I have for you. So we, we were talking about this idea of autonomy. Mm -hmm. um, we're on, we're on this theme of autonomy and how it's just, it's amazing for people to be treated like an agent rather than an object to be, right. to have the ability to choose and decide what their day is going to be like. However, mm -hmm. what I've seen is there's certain individuals that they almost require more structure because the, the freedom can almost be a little bit detrimental to their success. So how do you how yeah. do you get to the point where autonomy isn't damaging? Like what what are the 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 mindset? What 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 needs to happen for somebody to successfully have autonomy? One of my favorite quotes is by Gabriel Roth, and she says, "Do you have the discipline to be a free spirit?" So developing that internal discipline so that you can do what you need to do within the bounds of that autonomy, right? You have choices, but you have to learn to make good choices. And sometimes that can be getting up and doing stuff you don't like to do so that you've got the freedom to do the stuff you do. Um, and for each person, that's where you really have to talk individuals and you have to talk to people find out what motivates them, find out what motivates you and use that as a carrot in order to move yourself forward. And there's some people in this world who just don't have that capability. So it's interesting. It, it, it reminds me of what you said about um, your 10 years of really going, experimenting, asking people, trying to learn and gather that information. It seems like for living an autonomous life, um, an independent autonomous life that you need to, you, you need some kind of direction and you need to just try, try what works for you, try a variety of things, but then also um, really ask. And it seems like you want to ask the people who you want to emulate. That makes a lot of sense. Um, generally for me, it's figuring out kind of what's this big thing out here that I'm going for, right? And then from there, it's going out and searching for that knowledge and finding, as you said, the people that are already there, learning from them, and then course correcting, right? A rocket's off course most of the time, but it's constantly course correcting. And that's what you want to do with your life. And in order to do that, you have to have two things. You have to know kind of where you want to be going, and you also have to find other people who have been there that you can learn from. Making it up by yourself is possible, 
but as it can take 10 years instead of being able to do it, you can do it much, much quickly, more quickly than that with working with the right people. Hmm. So how do you find those people? Being on podcasts like this, really. Um, going out and finding people who you resonate with, finding people who you like their work, finding people you admire, and then listing the traits and the things that they do that you like and bringing those back into your own life and potentially working with them, potentially looking at their, at their, at their own works. Um, however, depending on who that is, there's mil millions of different ways to work with people from just reading their stuff to actually getting to know them. Um, especially if you can find a, a single, not a single, but a mentor in the area that you want to grow in. Um, whenever I want to grow in, for example, when I wanted to grow in sales, I hired a business coach to help me learn how to do sales. When I wanted to do technology, I actually worked with somebody who really knew technology and mentored under him for about a year. So um, having those mentors, those people that you can really look up to, and you're going to find people who mostly do what you want, but there's going to be parts of their life that you don't want to emulate, and that's fine. You don't have to take the whole package. You take the parts that work, as long as you understand that sometimes there is good with the bad. Somebody who is very, very disciplined may be able to do that because they've got a very structured life. And if you don't want that super structured life, then maybe you're gonna suffer in a little different way. So what pain do you want to actually have on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Um, you get to choose. Everybody's gonna be through some pain, but you can choose which which pains those are do you want the pain of having to go into an office every morning or do you want the one of having to get your ass out of bed and force yourself to go out and and do stuff that nobody else is saying you have to do this with personally i'd much rather be my own boss and say i'm going to do this because i want to meet these old goals not because i've got this battle axe over here telling me what i'm supposed to do and cutting me down every day you know yeah, yeah. so josh you you do that from even just what we do and share on this show, but also your group meetings. You're, you're living your life out loud for your people to see and emulate, and you're giving them uh, best practices that happen in your day. You're telling them things that don't work in your day. Uh, you're not saying don't do it. You're just saying this doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm actually seeing you uh, living that life where you're learning, growing, educating, self-motivated, and allowing yourself to be seen by those people who are working with you um, to, to see the, type, the pieces and aspects of your life that, that they want to emulate. That's actually the, the main reason we wanted to start Grow Your 1099 in the first place was basically slicing open my head and sharing a piece of my brain just with with the world so that people could see, hey, um, I, I've been extremely successful. I've been extremely blessed and just super grateful for that, for that success and for what I've learned along the way. And I want every single person to get a piece of that success. And it may not be right for them. It may, there, there may be a different path. There, there absolutely will be a different path. For everybody but if if something that we say on this show some bit bits of wisdom that we get from Nick or from Mitchell or, or from anybody that we bring on here if it moves the needle towards success for somebody we've done it we've done a good job 
Absolutely. Nick, I had had a question. Yeah. Now that you're that you're really focused on helping people transform them their lives, and 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 I hope like your your interest is that they do it faster than ten years. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So and, and and they may not want to choose to teach people. The ten years was really learning how to teach people what I was doing, not necessarily doing oh, the transformation. I know, buddy. I was I was being slightly tongue in cheek. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, just you know, I, I I adore Nick. He's like an amazing human, and we've done lots of interesting uh, uh, work together. The how. What is, based on how you learned how to, you've learned how to teach yourself and how do you teach others? What is the, if somebody's not on the right path and they come to you and they hire you, they say, I am not on the right path. So I need to fix this. What I do, what are some of the, what are techniques? What do you do to help people figure out how to be happier with themselves and happier with their lives and make, make for themselves better choices? So the first thing we do is we go through and we look at exactly where people are you look at your open loops, you figure out what commitments you currently have so that you know where you're starting from. Then once you have all of those out, you can really look at those and say, which ones fulfill me, which ones don't. Sometimes there's some big changes that need to be made and sometimes it's just a tweak. And once we get to that point, we, that, that actually writing all that done and looking at it actually frees up an incredible amount of energy and allows some creativity to open up at which point we really brainstorm and we say, okay, look at out six months, six years, and say, where, where would you love to be, all, all constraints? And that creates a gap, right? That creates a, where are you, where do you want to be? And then from there, there's all kinds of techniques depending on your personal learning style, whether you like to listen, whether you like to read, whether you, you're physical and like to, to do things. There are techniques that you can use to start moving in the direction of, of what you want. Um, everything from personally, I love movement. So I do a lot of exercise. I do a lot of conscious movement. I even do some sitting meditation to balance that out. So all of those techniques are used with the goal in mind of this is where I want to get to. Um, yeah. And so there's that at that point, you really look at the individual, where are they and where do they want to go? And how do they best learn? How do they best change? And then we build out kind of a um, custom 90-day plan around that. Got it. Interesting. And the, uh, there's a hidden nugget somewhere in there that I'm missing. And, and I think I, I, maybe it's something you said. And... I, here's why I'm struggling, right? It's the, the three of us, we are self-motivated, right. right? Many of the people who are, who are on the line, they are self-motivated. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned there's a part of the world that will never be self-motivated. They, they always sort of want the structure and be told what to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question becomes is how do you, how do you determine the people and how best can you help somebody who, who kind of has, has, is looking for structure, but they kind of aren't, right? You, you know what I'm saying? They, they want a little bit of structure and support, but they really want to, to be in control of their own destiny. How do you unlock that? So really through talking to people, 
you talk to them about what they love doing, what they want to be doing, and you can get a sense for who is self-motivated, who will never be self-motivated, and those people who are on the defense, on the fence. And you give them the opportunity to say, hey, this is available, and see if they step up. Because the last thing you want to be doing is, or I want to be doing, is in a position where I'm pushing somebody. I want people to be walking toward where they want to be. Sure, I'll hold out a helping hand, but they have to have the motivation to take the first step. And if they don't, then honestly, they're not a good fit. Josh, how does that resonate with some of the techniques and processes uh, you've undertaken even in the last year of growing the company? Um, well, it, it seems like we, we want to be able to work with both classes of, of individuals. And, um, at the same time though, it, it sounds like we may not. Um, so we've, we've tried to cater styles to different personalities and try to, um, some people say, Hey, you need to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've, we've tried to do that to customize, like basically be the corporate America telling people where they need to be, what they need to do. Um, it's just, I, I, it's not really my personality. It's, it's not really the, the company's culture either to, to do that. And so what, what you're saying about like it not being a right fit, like, I mean, you, those people aren't really going to stick around. Um, cause it's, it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to work for what we do. So, so for you then, it, even in this short period of time that you've, you've owned this company, you've kind of experimented, but experimented by saying, Hey, people have come to us, gravitated to us that may not be the right cultural fit, but let's try it. And you're just mm -hmm. reinforcing that, you know, we really have a culture here and maybe if it's, maybe what you do is you learn, you kind of see up front, if it's not the right fit, you're like, you know, maybe it's not the right thing for you. Is that kind of. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the thing is the name of the company is elite and that's the mm -hmm. caliber of individual that we're looking for is somebody who is elite, somebody who is self-motivated, self-driven, who takes initiative and acts rather than, than waiting to be acted upon. By the way, that's really good. We should, we should have that five second clip <laughs> on, on uh, any place that we, uh, that we, that we talk to people. That's a good, that's a good one. Nice. Aha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you. Thank you so much. I think, I think our time is, is wrapping up here. Um, mm -hmm. I want to, I want to hear just like last, last minute thoughts on what we didn't ask you that we should have asked you, but, but specifically um, about a door to door sales rep and, and then them designing their life to be how they want it to be. What, 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 what's something we didn't ask you in that, in that regard? Yeah, I think, I think we talked about it before we actually started the show. And some of that is that people are out there and they're going up door to door and they don't know what they're going to be getting into. It may be somebody who's really open and friendly and it's an awesome time, or it could be somebody who just treats people badly in general. And um, that's a really draining time. So getting back to ensuring that you've created the pieces that refuel you, you have something that you do on a daily basis 
to re-energize, refuel, and you take some time out in order to do that on a regular basis as well. I think that that's key. I think that keeping that energy up and also having a big goal, having something that is bigger than yourself that you're not going to get tomorrow so that you can go to bed, you can, get, you can say, hey, I'm done with the day. I've still got this goal out there. I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go after it again. And I love what you said about being a lead as well, because that's all the type of people I like to work with is the people who are out there and they're go-getters and they just need some help on figuring out exactly how to tweak things, but they're not looking for somebody to say, hey, you do A, B, and C. Because those people, that's what corporate America was made for. And I think that that's kind of maybe where they need to stay. Really motivated. Self-care, radical self-care. That's that's the key piece here. Oh, beautiful. self-care. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was, uh, I like that one. <laughs> uh, that, that's a that's that's a prescription. That's a that's a night doctor doctor Nick. That's a great oh. prescription. <laughs> it's it's where you need to start, right? Hey Nick, how do people reach out to you if they're curious? Yeah, you can go to my website at nicktemple.com and I see K-T-E-M-P-L-E dot com. And uh, we've got a contact form and uh, just, or you can just email me at nick at nicktemple.com. And unlike many people, I actually do respond to email. So I would love to connect. And uh, Mitchell, thanks. How do, people, how do people reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, go to Mitchell Levy, uh, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-L-E-V-Y 360.com and connect to me on a social media platform uh, that's appropriate to you or book time on my calendar. Um, uh, in terms of a summary for the show, I, Nick, it's, it's nice to see people even outside the industry coming in who are helping other individuals be successful and seeing the types of things that you're prescribing and doing that a lot of them are already happening today, but it's always in, in terms of elute energy, but it's, it's good to re to be reinforcing. By the way, guys, this is good. You should try it, make it happen. I love the radical self-care. I think that's a, I, I, I think we have to adopt those words, uh, Josh. I just, that, that's my, my, mm -hmm. my aha for this particular show, which was, um, which was really, really powerful is radical self-care. And I just, I'll let, let me let everyone know, I'll be in uh, uh, next week, I'm heading to the Philippines to be with my team over there uh, for eight days. So, I, so Josh, I think it'll be, if we can make it three weeks from now, uh, the next two weeks, I will be uh, uh, unavailable. So for those expecting the next show, it'll not be a one-week break, but it'll be a two-week break between, uh, between this and the next show. And and how about you, Josh? How would you summarize this, or how would you like to add add to the program? And then, and of course, let us know how to reach out to you. I mean, uh, like you said, radical radical self care. I think that's extremely uh, vital for people to just to to really internalize, let that sit, and just think about the end of a hard day. Think about the end of of knocking on doors, getting rejected door after door after door. Um, like Nick said earlier. Take a, take a bubble bath or whatever it needs to be um, to wash off the grime of the day and like physically just reset and recharge and just forget about like even watching Netflix for me 
every mm -hmm. once in a while you gotta you gotta do something to just forget about um, what happened that day and just enjoy enjoy your life laugh a little bit um, but um, yeah if, if people want to reach out to me um, you can send me an email josh at elitesolarpros.com um, but Nick thank you so much thank you so much for joining us this was this is really fun hearing hearing the perspective of a of a life coach yeah thank you this has been really good i love to see what you guys are doing hey thanks for joining us at this episode of grow your 1099 see you at the next one uh, take care everyone bye now this is mitchell levy the aha guy from aha that thanks for listening to this episode of grow your 1099 where josh jones and i are helping to propel the door-to-door -door sales industry as one that's a great occupation to learn more about grow your 1099 Go to http colon slash slash aha dot pub slash grow your 1099. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to aha that dot com slash author. We can also find a link to book strategy session. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.